So recently in my life, I've been thinking a lot about women. And I've been thinking a lot about sex. And I've been thinking a lot about having sex. But not just having sex to have sex. True, I want to have sex. That's no doubt about it. But I want it to be with someone that's more than just somebody I meet. And there's nothing towards that person. It's almost like I'm looking for a perfect encounter where I meet another human being and we have chemistry and we can have a mind-blowing experience. It's kind of what I'm looking for. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll meet a woman, I'll meet women, and I'll spend a couple weeks or months talking to them. And these women that I have the chemistry with, after talking to them for a couple months, I think I'm in love with them. And I translate my want for sex with them as love, which I'm sure it's a form of love, but it's not love in the sense of a relationship. And what happens is I cling on to that idea, like this person's going to be my girlfriend or my significant other. And I act from that place. There's a lot of expectation and pressure that just doesn't need to be that I force. And what I've realized through doing this a bunch of times is what happens usually is that woman pushes back because I come with all that energy and all that expectation. She leans back because I'm leaning forward and it feels forced. It doesn't feel like I'm allowing things. It feels like I'm trying to control things. And it's also a denial of my, my desires because what happens is I shut out my desire to want her sexually or want her body because I believe that I have to love her or I think I'm in love with her and that I have to act from that place, a place that's forced or not true. Things very interesting. I think women have a lot to teach. Um, I think being in a relationship with them, I, I just learned a lot. It just shows you the truth, right? Like this is one girl that I really like now. Um, we're gonna call her V. We're gonna call her V. And I've known her forever. Um, I've known her for six years. We went to the same high school. And we were always friends, we were always cool. I always kind of found her a little annoying, but she was cool. She was like that girl in class that you didn't really look at like that. You didn't look at her like, oh, I'm trying to get with that. She was just kind of there and, you know, she was like the home girl because I didn't really look at her like, damn, I'm trying to hit that or nothing like that. Um, But she's known me since then. And we always had this playful banter thing going on. And... 
I actually used to think about her sexually in school. Remember, I used to have fantasies about it. And I never even brought it up. And after we graduated, she always used to talk to me. And she would come over to my house. She'd come over when I would ask her to come over. And slowly but surely, we started getting physical. We started touching each other and it felt amazing. It just felt correct. Her touch felt right. And I could like, the things I wanted to do, I could do. I could let my aggression and my aggressiveness and that passion and that desire to be there. I didn't have to repress that. And a couple months go by and I really want to have sex with this girl. And she is a virgin. And she says she wants to wait until marriage. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Um, you're crazy, but fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. You know, to each his own. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, this girl not going to wait till marriage. I'm, I'm going to talk to her when we're going to, this is in my mind. I'm like, bro, she going to give it up. Give me like a couple months. She don't give it up. Right. And then I put on that love play. Like, okay, I'm talking to her every day. I become clinging. I'm asking her to come over all the time, which is true. Like I want her to come over, but it's essentially because I want to have sex with her. Right. Every time she comes over, all I'm doing is just touching her. Right. I want to spend time with her. I want to touch her, but that, that, that's the beginning of my love. That's that's where it starts, my constant want for you, right? If that's not there, then the other thing will never be possible, right? The love beyond just your body. But first I have to, that want for your body is shows that I want you. And then once we get past that, once that's been enjoyed and opened up, now we can get to, all right, like, I actually fuck with who you are as a person and I like spending time with you and I like doing things with you. And I feel like my problem is, bruh, I'm very aggressive in my speech and I don't... The filter that I create for myself is unnecessary. And I create it because I feel like I have to be nice to people. And what happens is I become passive aggressive when... I have something inside of me that wants to be said and I'll say it in a way that isn't going to mess anybody up or bother anybody or be nice. When in reality, that's not what I want to express. What I truly want to express is in a certain tone and a certain way of saying it. But I sugarcoat shit because I think I have to because I don't want to seem rude or I'm trying to be, you know, liked and I don't want to seem too aggressive or whatnot. <clears throat> when in reality, half the time, the shit that I really want to say would, you know, make your face go back a little bit and make you stop for a second and be like, damn. But it's the truth. It's my honesty. And I realize that I do need to stop putting a filter on myself. And I realize that me being blunt and me being honest and me saying what's true inside of me 
is better and can be communicated easier with than me bullshitting and being passive aggressive and saying one thing and meaning another. So that's one thing that I've noticed a lot. Like today I went, went over to my friend's house to chill with him for a little bit. We made music together. I was playing him this beat. And I noticed there are so many moments where I was just talking for no reason. Or I would, I'd be over explaining myself. Like I was playing him a beat, playing him a beat. And I felt the need to like over explain the fact that, oh, you know, this beat's not finished. I haven't worked on it. Like trying to convince him that, look, what you're about to listen to, don't judge me. You know, it's not that good, blah, blah, blah. You know, that, that kind of fear, that fear of being quiet and just allowing that, that's, that's really self judgment. That's me judging myself and projecting that on other people because I feel like my judgments, how I'm going to, how I judge myself is how other people are going to judge myself when that's really created by me. And because I judge myself in those ways by over talking, feeling like I need to defend what's not needed to be defended, I now make that thing defendable. And now I create that judgment in that other person that may have never even been there. You know, so I need to talk less and I need to try less and I need to fall back and be more quiet and be more silent and be less, you know, so on people and so on trying to prove and trying to do extra shit. And I think that's that's my best self. When I don't want anything from anybody, I don't want your approval. I don't want you to think this beat sounds good. I don't want you to tell me, yo, man, you did a great job. I don't want you to give me sex. I don't want you to validate me with your body. I don't want you to, you know, please me. I, when I'm in that space of just not wanting from you, then I can be myself. Then it's truth in that moment. Then we can have a real instance and a real moment and a real conversation and enjoy what's happening instead of me feeling like I have to force things and not allow my desires to manifest. Like, man, I've, I've and this, it's, it happens a lot with women. And this is a big lesson. There's, I can remember three instances right now off the top of my head where I've wanted to do something with a girl and that desire was there, but I let the fear take over and not let me make a decision and walk away. And every single time I've regretted it and I've thought about it and I've replayed in my mind how that would have gone because the possibilities are there. I want to kiss that girl. We're hugging. My, my cheek is on her cheek. I can feel the heat from her body. Her waist is pressed against mine. I can feel her soft hair rubbing against my ears. Her body's so warm. I want to kiss her. I want to press my lips against her lips. 
and feel the softness of her touch. Then the fear comes. And I forget about my desire. And the fear takes over. And I look away. And I walk away. And I run away. Allowing the fear to dictate my actions and who I am in that moment. If I would let my desire take over, if I would let my desire move me to act, those moments would be beautiful. Sometimes it hurts to think back on the moments I've missed because of fear and not allowing my desire, what I really want to do, what I really want to say to play out because I'm scared. If I say what I really want to say, if I say what I really feel about right now, I'm scared you're going to walk away. And I'm scared you're going to, I'm not going to be enough and you're going to leave and I need you. I'm scared that, that I need you. That's the problem. I'm, I'm afraid that I need you for something, that I need you. I want you, I desire you, but I'm afraid that I need you. And because I'm afraid that I need you, it makes me act less of myself because I feel like I have to walk on eggshells and keep you around. When in reality, I don't need you. I want you. I desire you, but I don't need you. And that's the truth. And... Man, I could be a master of lying to myself. And it's beautiful. Even the those moments of regret. But I'll think about when I don't act on that desire. I mean, I'll think about it the next day and the next day after that and be in my mind. Those lessons are beautiful. Because those are like, bro, think about those forever. And, bro, you would think after having three, four, five, six, seven of those instances, I would have learned my lesson and I would not allow the fear to dictate what I say or do. But it's a really big lesson. I guess I'm learning. And it's going to take several beatings over the head because my stubborn ass is so afraid. And we're going to beat it out of you. We're going to beat that fear out you, boy. Don't worry. We're going to keep clubbing your ass until you learn. That's what the world said. We're going to keep clubbing you, boy, in the head. Bop, bop. Keep clubbing your ass till you learn that fear is made up in your mind. You make it up. Being afraid of kissing that girl, you made that fear up in your mind. That shit didn't exist before. The moment before that fear came, the desire was there. And there was no fear. You made the fear up. So don't take it serious. Let that shit say, fuck that fear, man. I want to kiss this girl. And I'm going to do that. I want to say, this is what I feel in my body. This is true for me. And I'm going to let what's true for me out. I'm not going to bullshit myself. First and foremost, that's the, that's the first mistake. I bullshit myself. And because I'm bullshit, because I bullshit myself, I then proceed to bullshit you. 
if I don't bullshit myself, then I don't have to bullshit you. Because I'm lying to myself and I'm, I'm, I'm not being true to my desires, not being true to what the fuck's going on inside of me. Cause I'm disconnected from what's going on inside of me. And I have beliefs that say that what's inside of me needs to be repressed or isn't true. And those are just false ass beliefs. Some shit is not true. So enjoy it, bro. You meant to enjoy it. Life. Enjoy it and allow your desires to manifest. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Tell the fear to fuck off. And watch what happens. Just do it and watch what happens. Alright? This has been Diary of an Abandoned Kid. I'll catch you later. Alligator.